It's time for Cubicle Insanity. I've got Kim here with me, and I'm Tammy. We're back together again to talk a little about that which we love, corporate America, and all the craziness that ensues in the cubicles in all types of offices across the globe. Our podcast is a discussion about the real insanity from cubicles in the workplaces, from the leadership and leaders to experiences with life in the cubicles. Let's get into our latest cubicle insanity. Let's go. Okay, Kim. Um, I picked this topic because uh, I think one, it applies to everybody. And number hmm. two, it, it's personally impacting me right now. Oh no, say it isn't so. It is. It's so it's so true. And so it, this might be a little bit of a therapy session for me, in okay. addition to hopefully um, an education session making us better. Okay. In the cubicles. Okay, so Kim, here's what I'm talking about. Those passive aggressive assholes. Oh no. In the workplace. We're not naming names, are we? Oh my god. I mean, they're everywhere. So I know it's not I'm not alone in this, but wowza. Yeah. They make me pull my hair out. That's not a good thing. Ah, uh, okay. So here's what I did, oh. Kim. I said, literally, I'm at work, and I get off this conference call, and all I can do is, like, shake my head, like, who thinks that's okay? Yeah. And so to start this out before we dig into this, I, I sometimes a lot at, in the workplace with a passive-aggressive person, they put you in this position where you have to be careful how you respond. Right. Because you could end up looking like the asshole. Right. And even if you're not at all, but the way they've phrased it, mm-hmm. the way they've positioned it, right? your reaction. So, uh Yes. I have no words anymore. Like, I'm just shaking my yeah. head. Okay. So, I so literally, let's... at work, Googled, how do you deal with these passive-aggressive people? Yeah. And what did you find? Okay. I don't know that I have all the answers. Maybe we can work that out through this. Okay. So, let's start with, I found one article that says, Reasons why people use passive aggressive behavior. I'm like, yes, why? 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 Yes. Why do they do it? Um, and so I, I thought, like, the way the article begins. Okay, so the article came from psychology to, to psychologytoday.com. And I thought, they seem trustworthy in this topic. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're going to give me good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So um, it opens with frustrating, period, mm-hmm. confounding, period relationship damaging period effective period passive aggressive behaviors all of these things and more and i was like okay they're on to me they get me yeah okay so th- they talk about the different reasons uh, honestly i'm gonna cruise through these kim okay because i think they're stating the obvious are you cruising because that's the passive yeah, right. I'm cruising through because I just need to get to the answer. Okay. Okay. One, and, and I won't even go into a lot of the details unless we yeah. need to, but anger is socially unacceptable. Fact. Fact. Okay. Two, sugar-coated hostility is socially acceptable. What? Yes. They Okay, if you can't be angry, well, then you've just kind of, you know, converted a little bit. Into some sugar-coated hostility. So I have to, this sugar-coated reminds me of, um, 
It's going to get off topic here for yeah, just yeah. a second. Do it. So you've been on a health kick. I'm trying to do the same thing, trying to get healthy, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we've done a book review by, uh, called Extreme Ownership. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack One Willink. of our favorites. Yep. Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Um, and one of the things that Jocko Willink says constantly, and it's about donuts, is they're sugar-coated lies. Ooh. Donuts are sugar-coated lies. So sugar-coated hostility mm-hmm. made me think of that. Yeah. And, and, like, I'm trying to think, how do I connect the two here for our listeners? Yeah. The sugar-coated lie and sugar-coated hostility. They're all sugar-coated. Right. And the underlying foundation of it is nasty. Nasty. There we go. Nasty. So, basically, sugar-coated hostility is taking your anger and just saying it in a socially acceptable way. I think you can express anger. Let me correct myself. I do think you can express anger in a socially acceptable way in a polite and professional manner. So, do you have an example of... Sugar-coated hostility? Yeah, hostility in a socially acceptable way. Do you want to know what my mind... Okay, so anyone, any of our southern listeners here... Um, I think you'll get me. Kim starts laughing. You know where I'm going to go? <laughs> Bless your <Yes>! heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's sugar-coated hostility. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Are you with me? Yep. Okay. Because that's totally socially acceptable oh, to say that. yes. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. So three. Passive aggression is easier than assertiveness. Passive aggression is easier than assertiveness. Yeah. And so essentially the, the description they give um, around this one, if I'm remembering correctly here, is it's really around even like as a kid learning how to express your feelings and, you know, all of this and that um, assertiveness can be hard without being, what's the word I'm looking for? Like aggressive, assertive versus aggressive. Yeah. And so being assertive um, means that that you do have, I mean, you've got the control of it and you're able to express. You're clearly articulating what you need or want. Which I'm not doing right now, but thank you. Yes. Um, And, but with Pat, so you have to be thoughtful. You have, it's, it's a skill to be assertive Mm -hmm. and not aggressive. Right. So if you're passive aggressive, it's just easier. Yeah. Yes. I don't have to think so hard. Yep. I can just throw it out there with some sugar coating. Yes. And it's all good. Okay. Uh, passive aggression is easily rationalized. Um, and I'm going to look at this one for a second because I think the funny story that was in this one is about like a teenage girl. And like she um, was told to like go clean her room. And so, of course, she doesn't because she's a teenage girl. And then, like, of course, the, the mom or dad is like, hey, we told you to clean your room. But she's like, oh, I was going to do after I did my homework. Mm. Ugh. Right? Do you see what's happening here? Mm-hmm. You can rationalize right. your, your passive aggressiveness. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one says, revenge is sweet, Kim. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's sugar-coated. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so passive aggression involves a variety of behaviors designed to get back at another person without the other recognizing the underlying anger. Mm. No, I don't believe in that kind of revenge being sweet, but okay. Yeah, so, I mean, the example they say here is, Jason feels overworked and under-acknowledged in the office, so he calls in sick, which sabotages deadlines, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Way to go, Jace. Yeah, but then he winds up turning around working 12 hours to get everybody caught up, so... Yeah, that, that one... Who did it burn but himself? Where's the sweetness there? Yeah. Jason. Okay. The next one says, passive-aggressive behavior is convenient. Yeah, that's true. So true. Yep. Okay, then the last one in, in this article is, passive-aggression can be powerful. Now, so what do they mean by that? I think this is coming from the perspective of the person who is being, obviously, being mm-hmm. passive-aggressive. Okay, so what they say here is, by denying feelings of anger, withdrawing from direct communication... You are casting yourself in the role of the victim. Therefore, you're sabotaging others' success. Now, you have become in control of the situation, the other person, and what they're feeling. So, in a way, I feel like this is the one where it's like, uh, how I opened this is, some, when someone's being passive-aggressive at you, how do you respond? Right. They, they just took the power, you know? Yeah. And so... So I read through this and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I don't feel any better, Kim. You don't. This article <laughs> did not. And, I mean, they kind of sum up the article. And they're like, uh, truth be told, while momentarily satisfying or briefly convenient in the long run, passive-aggressive behavior is even more destructive to interpersonal relationships than aggression. Well, that's... Blatantly obvious. Okay. Psychologytoday.com. Great article. Like those, I totally agree with everything you wrote. 100%. I don't feel better about what I should do in my situation. So I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. We've looked at it now from the point of view of this person who's being passive aggressive. They're taking the easy way out. Right. And they're they're trying to get that power. Okay. All right. Thank you for helping me understand my opponent. Right. No, no, no. I mean my colleague. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So the next article that I happened upon was called How to Respond. So one of the links, um, so again, we're still in our psychologytoday.com, but you know, like you read an article down at the bottom and it says like, oh, you might also be interested in this. Right. So I read through what causes people to be, and I agree. Great article. I believe all those things. So the one they thought I might be interested in next was how to respond to passive-aggressive emails in the workplace. I thought, okay, well, let's check it out. Maybe it will help, you know, um, how do we react even live? Right. Not just just through emails or whatever. Yeah. Um, So... So so I'm going to read you kind of the intro so you get where this is coming from. So in a recent survey, survey, Adobe discovered that the nine most hated passive aggressive email phrases in the workplace. Mm. Okay. They don't give us those. I think they touch on a few of them, but that would be a hilarious article. But anyway, this one says below I offer three steps that workers can take 
to avoid becoming entangled in a no-win passive-aggressive conflict at work. And I thought, yes. Okay. I, I need these three steps. Yep, some solutions. Okay. Um, when I said three steps, did it remind you of that song? No. Okay. Didn't remind me of any song. Okay, forget it. Some Someone out there <laughs> listening. What's, what song is it? You'll, it's okay. I can't, I mean, I'd have to think harder, but it has three steps in it. Okay. Um, like literally the words three steps. And they were talking about your feet, three steps. Okay. Step one, Kim. Okay. Know what you're dealing with. Good advice. I think that's true all the time. But what do right. they mean here? Let's look. The first skill to effectively managing passive-aggressive email communication is to see beyond the sugar-coated phrasing and recognize the hostility that lies beneath. Gosh, this mm. is making work not sound very fun at all. Right. Right? When you see the kind of patterned wording um, cited in this study, things like, and I kid you not, like, I'm, gonna, I'm quoting here, as previously stated, or please advise, a red flag should be raised. Ooh, I've used please advise on on in an email. Like if I'm seeking out some help, like please advise on the next steps. Okay. I think the passive aggressive version of please advise though, because I've got this one, is like maybe like so maybe the the uh the passive aggressive person has received an email from somebody asking them for more information. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was something that you were supposed to provide to them. And they forward the email and go, please advise. Got it. Okay. Right. Different different context. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Good. Okay. So that's step one. Just know what you're dealing with. Yep. Acknowledge it, Kim. Got it. What What's the phrase? Put the skunk on the table. Is that a phrase? I've never heard that before. But if you want to make it a phrase and popularize it fine wow. maybe in our tweets about this episode we'll put skunk on the table put the hashtag on the table hashtag okay so listeners honestly um cubicleinsanity at gmail.com i'm bad at cliches but i think that is a, i think that's a thing like is it the elephant in the corner elephant in the room elephant in the room or skunk i think some people say put the skunk on the table i know the history of the phrase elephant in the room oh you do I let's do. sidebar and tell me why i don't know that um because an elephant can't fit in a room? No, it uh, has to do, it's in, um, let's see. I shouldn't have said that because <laughs> I'm not going to remember the full context of it. It has to do with a blind person coming into a room and talking to somebody else. And they finally say, well, aren't we going to discuss the elephant in the room? The blind person says it. Yes. Oh, very clever. Yes. Like you can't pull a fast one on me, guys. Right. So it's something along that lines of context. Oh. I think the skunk on the table might be because they're stinky, so we can't hide it. Yeah. We know it's there. But I've never heard that phrase before. You haven't? Did no. I, do you think I just made that up? I think that that's maybe a North Dakota thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to try to Google what we talk. Or, or, or is that like a Canadian thing? I don't I, you know. Your dad's roots? I mean, I don't know. Okay, it's let's... a really good question. Now that I said it, I'm wondering. If I couldn't have made that. I'm not that clever. No. Some, yes. If somebody knows, let us know. Okay. Okay. So now that we we know what we're dealing with, Kim. Number two, 
Kim, refuse to engage. Ooh, yes. Refuse to engage. Okay, I would love to refuse to engage with these people. Yes. But I work with them. Uh Uh-oh. Let's let's dig in here, shall we? Okay, once you learn to readily recognize the red flags of passive-aggressive communication, the next essential step is to resist the urge to mirror the sender's hostility. Oh. Okay, that's fair. In my brain, I respond in kind, but what I actually might say verbally or type back, yeah. I do. I, I stop. But in, so, in my head, there's some good stuff. Yeah. Good responses. Right. That's okay. why you always write the email and let it set for 24 hours, right? right? Or write it in the delete. It. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so do you have an example of how mirroring looks? Okay. Oh my gosh, Kim, like honestly, I just want them to say, like, go kick them in the face. Okay. It doesn't say that. <laughs> okay. That's a good thing. Um, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable with that as HR. That, that like was we, hostility, wasn't we it? don't advocate that in the no, workplace. It's not good. It's not good. I was kidding. I wouldn't do that. Besides, her face is really high. The goal of uh, the passive aggressive person is to get somebody else to visibly act out the anger they've been concealing. Mm. Anytime their covertly hostile email is responded to, with overt hostility, the passive-aggressive person wins. Okay, so we're not doing that. No. We're nope. not doing that at all. Okay, so rather than mirroring this behavior and increasing this hostile environment, um, savvy professionals, they say, will diffuse the hostility instead with emotionally neutral, bland responses. Love it. Emotionally neutral and bland. Yep. Oh, man. Take okay. the emotions out. Yep. So, pa- here's a passive-aggressive phrase. Not sure if you saw my last email. Nope, because I ignore all of yours. I have a rule in my inbox that says delete those. Okay. Wow, that was passive-aggressive. Or is that just outright aggressive? <laughs> um, okay. But don't mirror this, Kim. Okay. By replying, I'm not sure if you realize how busy I am. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I mean, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. But not professional. No. Let's not no. do that. Okay. Okay. How about they suggest draining off some of the hostility by starting with, thanks for the reminder. I like that. Do you uh-huh. like it? Okay. Because think about that. If you're on the receiving end, you're the jack wagon, like, yeah. sent the email that said, have you seen my email? And somebody writes back, thanks for the reminder. You're kind of like, oh, what what the hell? Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll get some arrogant ones and go, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it's just ridiculous, Tammy, that I always have to send you reminders. And they'll get, they'll weave it back into being passive aggressive. But at least you've diffused them a little bit. So I like that. Okay, so I'll be honest with you. Like, when, especially... Here's, I'm going to tack onto this approach with a little extra that what I try to do is remove the person from what's happening mm-hmm. and evaluate the the email or the statement or whatever yeah. for what it is. Yeah. Because I, I am emotionally reacting because this, if it's the first time they do it to me, whatever. But obviously the situation yeah. I'm in is it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. And... I kind of have lost my patience for it. Yeah. Now, I'm telling you I've lost my patience. I've not shown this yeah. in the workplace. But 
But I, so I try to remove the person from it so that when I respond something like, thanks for the reminder, that I really mean it. Like, yeah, I want to take what's valid or even sometimes what I do is go, I apologize for my tardy reply. Yeah. Now, if I put back in who that person is and my emotion around it, that's a much harder thing to say. Yeah. But by taking that out, yeah. when I use my emotionless, bland phrasing, or honestly, like if you're sending me another email to remind me I didn't get back to you, I do apologize for my tardy right. reply. Like yeah. in all in all uh, sincerity, I do. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I, I, I agree. I see that. I can do that. Okay. Here's another example. A passive aggressive phrase. Reattaching for your convenience. Ugh. Okay. Uh, again, I think that's context. Uh, what, what do you mean? So, um, you know, sometimes you get an email. It has an attachment in it. You might have opened it, saved it, whatever, and you filed it. You forgot where you filed it or, right. I mean, or accidentally deleted it. And then somebody, you, you. I think this is a nasty reminder, though. Right. So again, I think it's in context. Yeah, like please advise. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I completely agree. You have to know your. Yes. Your sender here. Okay, so don't up the ante by replying. I got the attention the first time you sent it. You don't need to clog up my inbox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, in your head, you might say it. Right. Okay, but maybe you should respond by saying. Oh, I appreciate that you resent the document. Yeah. Okay, so the, the, uh, these examples, uh, you know, kind of go on like this. Um, basically saying, be classy. Mm -hmm. Don't take the bait. Don't fall for it. Don't let them win. Don't engage um, in this. And uh, one thing that always comes to mind, and I think I've said it here too, um, is professional employee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you feel you're being that way, awesome. And maybe you're sugarcoated as passive aggressive. Yeah. To you seems like professional and polite, but you yeah. know you know it's not. So what do you think about this? Just thinking about passive aggressive emails and think about a time I got an email from an employee and it was just riddled with passive aggressiveness and just all kinds of craziness. And I wrote back to them Dear so-and-so, when you can send me a proper email without all of this X, Y, and Z in there, I am more than happy to respond to your emails. Thank you, my name, and send. Hmm. So were you... Being passive. Not it was really. all of this, like, uh, you know, please advise, I'm reattaching, this, that, and the other, previously stated, you know, all this, all of these phrases were in that email. And. Okay, what did you back, what did they respond back to? So it was interesting because I, I actually was kind of worried because I pushed back. I'm like, I'm calling your BS. I'm not putting up with it. Right. And I was like, uh, you know, given my role, should I have done it? Uh, you know, so I had a lot of things. I was thinking through a lot of things. 
what and I didn't hear from the person for a couple of days and I thought oh boy like you know what's going to happen here what's the fallout and so what happened is the employee sent me another email and the employee started off with you know like dear Kim I was shocked by your reply I went back and reread my email and found that it was an awful email. Like I oh. was totally out of line, fully apologetic about the tone and said, I commit to you that I will never send another one of these types of emails again. Wow. So when you described this, I was going to say, here's the thing that I think being honest and you have to work with these people and right. so there's going to be times where you have to sort of suck it up yeah but I think of it this way too like I said like when I'm reading these emails like I try to take the person out so I can remove the emotion mm -hmm. and I can reply or even if it's on a phone call or whatever yeah. like I try to remove that aspect of it so that I can be a little bit more objective yeah. So in your case, you weren't being passive aggressive. I mean, I, you were stating uh, what you felt the next steps should be. Um, but also, I like to think about if they forwarded, have you done this? If they forward this email to somebody, am I going to be embarrassed? Right. Yeah. And I don't think you would have to be embarrassed. No, because I was like, when you can send me a professional email, Clearly written, written, asking specifically for what you know, whatever, however I phrased yep. it. But I just remember that particular incident, incident, incident that I pushed back on this employee, based upon these kind of nonsense type of mm -hmm. emails. Yeah. And it, it shocked him because this person actually came over a, a few days yeah. later after they sent the reply. And personally came and talked to me about it. And they said that they had never had that happen to them. And I asked them, well, then did you go back and take a look at all your other emails? <laughs> yeah. Do you, is that and, a tone you have frequently? And they they had. They said, he, male, he said he sat back and reflected on how he had written emails over the course of his, you know, yeah. career last year, whatever time frame. And he said... It shocked him. I'm pr so proud of him. Yes. I don't think that's the norm. No. Like, if you are being a little bit passive-aggressive, or a lot, I mean, yeah. I don't think that somebody pointing things out to you makes you sort of acknowledge, take back, you know, like... Yeah. Wow. But people saw a noticeable difference in him as a person in the office. Isn't that crazy? I was like, okay, did I just drive a stake into his heart? or <laughs> What happened? <laughs> I, and I say that jokingly, but it was a noticeable difference. Gosh. So I think, you know, in this case, and I'm not saying I had the right answer. It worked right. in this particular situation. But I think you have to call out people that are the passive-aggressive because they're kind of trying to bully you a little bit in the workplace. Okay, so I'm glad you used the word bully because I have associated that with, with with some of the things that I've seen in the workplace. 
And it's funny you say that you called him out because this ha- just this week it happened to me where um, and I got added to an email string. And the topic was something that I, that it, it's what I do. It's, mm-hmm. it's my topic. And someone had sent an email to somebody else mm. about it. Well, that's how I get copied in on this string because they're basically like, well, Tammy would know. And so at the end of the day, I've had about enough of this childish behavior for the day. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just reply all in the string. And again, professional and polite, if this gets forwarded, you know, all this, yeah. all this. And I just replied and I said, oh, you know, I had provided that update. I didn't get a lot of questions. I would be happy to provide you with any additional information you need. Please let me know what questions you have. The, re- the reply I got from him was, uh, thanks, Tammy. I have no additional questions. I called you out. Yeah. You're trying to do something slippery around me. Right. And now you say you have. What was your ultimate goal? Yeah. What was the game here? If you don't want more information. Right. What are you doing? Wasting people's time. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. We, we've done podcasts about that. Yes. Um, yeah. So I do, I, I agree with you. And, and again, when you call people out, I think it is about being professional and polite. It's not about attacking. Right. It's not about being passive aggressive back. Right. Again, remove the emotion. Right. And, and, and respond. Yeah. Okay. So take the high road. Yes. Uh, all of this, right? Okay, I agree. Okay, that was step two. So don't don't engage. Is that what they said? Let me read. Refuse yeah. to engage. Refuse to engage. Okay, so now we have some thoughts about what that might look like uh, coming to us as something being passive-aggressive, how we could think about that and respond. Step three. This is the last step here. Is this, is this going to be the magic? Is know. this a silver bullet? I don't know. Do okay. tell. Kim, acknowledge the anger. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you feel like a coworker is chronically hostile and using passive aggressive communication across most situations with you, check, check, check. It might be worth taking the next step, which is to respectfully, but very simply, acknowledge their anger. Fair. It does seem fair and also scary. Let's continue. For example, you might say. It sounds like you may be feeling angry. Right. I can't imagine ever using those words. Or from your email, I'm wondering if you're frustrated about something. Like, okay, yeah. that one's, I yeah. feel like I could yeah, use a little bit more. Yeah. What do you think? I think that those are good suggestions, and I would highly recommend it. you have to confront it and just clear the air. Because you spend too much time at work yes. to waste this energy on this pa- air quote passive aggressive type mm-hmm. of behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just get right to the point. Mm-hmm. So I think you do have to address it and ask them like, "Hey, 
you know, are you upset with me about something? Did I, what, what, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Okay. So I did this. Yeah. And before I read this article, so I did all the steps. Yeah. And what's the, what's the conclusion? So I, I just gave you the example about the email in which I sort of called out this guy. Yeah. So to me, um, I'm not, it's not, it's not done with him. Right. Cause he was basically like, Oh, just kidding. Nothing. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to end. Like, I think it's with him that could yeah. happen again. Uh, so with, uh, with someone else, I said, um, based, you know, sort of based on your, what you're saying to me, um, I feel like you're not satisfied yeah. with, uh, the information that I've given you today. Yeah. Um, what is number one, is that true? And if it is true, what would you need to feel good about this situation? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It was fine. It was good. Hmm. So I responded once. And so I'm wondering, what I was hoping to find is, I think I need to be assertive. I think I need to be strong Yeah. in this I don't think it's going to, I don't think, like, in your situation, how lucky were you that with one response, what a drastic change. Yeah. I feel like in my situation with some of these people that I'm working with, I, I'm i going to have to repeat it. Yeah. Like, I maybe started out and I gave them the out and I didn't address what they were. Yeah. Like, I I did the, uh, what was it, response, emotionless, emotionally neutral <laughs> Yeah. Bland response. I did that. Uh, I, I got more. So what what do you, what I responded with, what do you need? Yeah. You're still coming at me. So I didn't say the, um, seems like you're angry. Um, or I didn't say, I'm wondering if you're frustrated. I said, it seems like you're not satisfied. So what do you, you know, what would, yeah. you know, be enough for you right now? Yeah. Like, what do you need? All good, all good here. Yeah. Okay, I know it's not, but I'm also not going to get into an argument back and forth right, about this. Right. So I replied, okay, well, if you think of something, you know where I'm at. Yeah. Let me know. Um. So here, this guy, uh, this article, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, this person who wrote the article here, um, says nine times out of ten, the passive aggressive person will reflexively deny that they are feeling angry. Mm. Okay. Yep. That's what I'm seeing. Yep. And that's okay. Your respectful acknowledgement marks a change in the dynamic. This is where I went. Yep. Okay. It's progress. Mm-hmm. I'm not done. I'm not at the end. Right. There may never be an end. Yeah. But okay. So the passive aggressive person knows that you are a straight shooter who will not shy away. From trying to resolve a conflict. Good. So. Yes. Okay. I'm on the right path. Yep. Things will get better. Yes. According to psychologytoday.com. Yep. Um, it will get better. But here's my question. Here's my uh, my my last question for you on this one. Um. 
how do you feel about public acknowledgement of this situation? Again, polite and professional. Um, so let's say not just one-on-one, -on -one, what like, oh, you seem like this isn't, um, you're not happy with where we're at here. Mm -hmm. What could we do? One-on-one, -on -one, I've done it. Yeah. Or in that email I described, what about on a conference call? This behavior is running a little bit rampant right now yeah. among several people. I will be on a call with all of them. Mm -hmm. And there will be some people on there who aren't acting like this. But mm -hmm. I will be on a call, a call with all of them. Now, not calling them out individually. Yeah. But what if I were to address it publicly and, and do something like... Um, while I have you all, if you've got questions, please ask now so we can all be part of that discussion and all, you know, get the same information at the same time. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, uh, if you feel like you, you know, still have questions or concerns, please speak up. Like, what if I sort of double down on the, not just go ahead and ask questions, but what if I take it a step further in yeah. a public setting, but again, not calling anybody out. Right. But still, the people who who I have had these interactions with already mm -hmm. will know, right? Uh, I don't... Will they have the self-awareness to know uh, without you saying, okay, um, you three that are the jack wagons? <laughs> and you know who you are. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I would wonder if they have the self-awareness to realize that it's that's fair yes you know kind of being targeted to them Too like generic yeah yeah so, oh what somebody else yeah yeah yep so um i so think it's fine but they may not know it's for them right yeah i think it's fine but i think there's a maybe a little bit there's got to be a way to be a little bit more specific um uh, and, and I, without uh, without kind of calling them out, but you kind of have to. Again, I don't think you want to say like, well, hey, Mike and Carol and yeah. Bobby, like, you know, I know you had a lot of questions on this. Do you have any further questions? Yeah. Or I don't think you can do that. No, that seems rude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't have a suggestion for you. Yeah. I, I, mean, I have to think about this. I think I'll, I think I'll double down. So. Yep. If they do know I'm talking about them, or the people who haven't been involved in and are easy to work with, they'll be like, "Oh, what? Well, okay. You like? I think they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, like that's fair." If anyone has questions, I'd want to hear them. You know, yeah, like, yeah. And that might I might build a little additional camaraderie, right, with those people yeah. that I'm trying to get them the information yeah. to. You know, yep. so okay, yeah, I think that's fair. Okay, Kim. Okay, uh, so I. Uh, I don't have all the answers, but I feel good. I'm on the right path here. Yeah, I think you're on the right path. Okay, so I hope all of our, our, our pals out in cubicle insanity land uh, feel better about this. Yes. And they, they know the three steps. So I'm going to state the obvious. Passive, aggressive people exist. And Fact. they are full of sugar-coated hostility. They are. Okay, so you need to... Refuse to engage, Kim. Be classy. Mm -hmm. Take the high road. Always take the high road. And then lastly, it is completely fair to acknowledge 
their anger. Yes. Professionally, politely. Yes. Acknowledge their anger. And if they don't want to do that and they want to be defensive, it's okay. You still did a good thing. Take the high road. Keep going. Did I get it? I covered it. Take the high road. Okay. All right. Well, thanks to all of our listeners. Um, Thank you to our active military and our veterans for all that you've done for us and do for us. And please stay tuned for our next episode of Cubicle Insanity.